under 18 months ago, I was at uh, Shallowford House, which you may know, it's like the retreat house for the diocese. And I was feeling vulnerable. Uh, I'd had some surgery. I was feeling sorry for myself. I don't do being ill. <laughs> and I was feeling quite low. And uh, they've got a little pond area and they've just built some decking. And I'd got myself dressed and I'd gone to stand on this decking. And I was leaning on the fence and uh, I was just, just listening to this song on my phone. The Ocean song. And it really spoke to me because I was, and there's that bit like you're taking me out of the water. And I looked down and I was still stacking and I could see the water in the gap between my feet. And I thought, this is taking zero effort for me because I haven't got anything in me to give. It took it's zero, zero effort for me, for me to, stand to stand safe on that, on that decking above, above the water. Because, because actually, God's, God's got us, us hasn't he? That, that imagery of, of either being sheltered under his wing or in, in the palm of his hand or on that, de- on that decking safe above the water. And we're safe with Jesus today, aren't we? This is a safe place to meet with him. Now, I I saved a a, a particularly special shout out. You might have noticed I missed out our own Jake Maiden, who uh, has uh, become a priest out of the Christchurch family. Obviously, I was saving the best to last. (laughs) So, uh, and actually, he's doing his curacy with Reverend Jim True, doesn't he? Who uh, was Matt's training incumbent. Uh, like the master and the apprentice kind of setup. <laughs> so, uh, so, and Katie Cross, yes, Katie's gone on to be ordained, isn't she? Sharon Lord, yes. Oh, I could have had a shout out from the back there. Yeah, Is, have I missed anyone else? Laura Whitmarsh. There's there's loads, isn't there? What a rich and abundant little garden <laughs> Christchurch is. Um, but we've had our coffee and it's reality check time. We are in the present and uh, all we're left with is a frankly disturbing box of broken bits of glass. And uh, what could God do with that? It's not really fit for much, is it? And uh, you're all very grateful that I haven't given you all a piece, I'm sure. But you should all have, near your person, a piece of torn green paper. Please don't get a paper cut. (laughs) So our reality check. How is this affecting our present right now? Our fractured relationships... Our struggle to hear that little still small voice. Our search for a call or a purpose or a a corporate mission. How is this stuff sitting on us, sitting under us and making us so uncomfortable we can't see the bigger picture and we can't see the way ahead and we can't see what God can do with the mess we seem to have found ourselves in. Before the break, I talked about that imagery of standing on a frozen lake. (laughs) And uh, the cracks just keep spreading, don't they? (laughs) We can ignore them, but unless we do something about it, those cracks just keep 
spreading. And as a church family, if we're honest, there are cracks that are still spreading from impacts that happened years and years ago. Now, I believe that part of the reality check of this session is about being honest and being heard. So I'm going to ask Aidan to pause the recording. So the longer we stand on that ice and allow those cracks to spread beneath our feet, the more we are slaves to unforgiveness and everything else that our past has allowed us to put on us. So back to James, and I've left my Bible over here. There's something wrong with that, isn't there? I feel like I need to hide that hammer now. Thank you, thank you. James, James. Chapter 1, we're looking at verses 9 to 11. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. The rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. So the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away, even while they go about their business. Gosh, it's just getting cheerier, isn't it, in here? (laughs) Do you know what that speaks to me about? Is equality. (laughs) Whether we're rich, poor, high-born, low-born, intellectual, or less intellectual. (laughs) Dad, don't take it personally. (laughs) (laughs) there's equality. We are all in this together, aren't we? And God is wanting to speak to each of us, no matter how we've ended up here, whether we want to be here, he is still here. Whether we have got a long and rich history of serving our Lord Jesus with everything within us, or whether we're just setting out, or whether we've got so far and thought, you know what, this is hard, I'm going to freewheel for a while. God is here for everybody. It also talks a bit to me about the transience of life, doesn't it? About particularly emotions. How much do our emotion, emotions cause us some trouble? It does, doesn't it? I mean, if we skip back to verses 6 and 7 uh, about doubt being uh, like the waves of the sea blown and tossed around and being double-minded, our emotions get in the way, don't they? Maturity is acknowledging our emotions, but actually looking to the root truth. And it goes on, uh, verse 13 to 18, we look at temptation. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when full-growing, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above. 
coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, and we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. There's some beautifulness in there, isn't there? Some real warnings about temptation. <laughs> now, when I spoke in Christchurch, <laughs> I touched on this. Uh, temptation for me is that uh, I know Audrey Pook's not here, but she makes the most amazing millionaire shortbread. That right there is a definition of temptation in my work. <laughs> Do you know, for one birthday, she, she surprised Matt with a whole tray of it. I think that's still his best birthday ever. <laughs> but it's easy to dismiss temptation, isn't it? But what are the real temptations? If, we, if we're doing this, looking back at our footprints and, uh, and our journey, we can see what are we tempted by? What draws us into sin? What draws us away from God? What are our real temptations? Maybe our temptation is unforgiveness, to hang on to stuff. Maybe that's how we're tempted. Maybe we're tempted to crave affirmation in every way because we never get enough. And there's that hole in us that craves affirmation and affection. Maybe we're tempted to hide behind service to make sure everybody else is all right. Put everybody first, not focus on me. I'm going to look after everybody else. Oh, there's nothing left for me. (laughs) Maybe we're tempted to be overly critical and judgmental of everybody. Maybe we're tempted to lay unfair expectations on other people and expect them to walk in shoes that don't fit. Maybe we're tempted to procrastinate. I'm looking at Matt here. (laughs) Maybe we're just tempted by hanging on to the guilt that's not ours to carry because we can just hand that right over. You know, verse, uh, skipping back to verse 4 uh, of chapter 1. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. You know, let perseverance finish its work. I think like me, there are probably plenty of people in this room that have a project and they're really invested and then they kind of run out of steam and maybe never actually finish the project. Um, Is that just me? But maybe that's life too. Maybe we've, we've, you know, the hare and the turtle, that story. Maybe we've been the hare. Maybe we've been awesome. We've got a lot done. We're really not proud because that would be wrong. That would be a sin. But we're quite pleased with where our Christian life has been and our long history. And and now we're retired and we're ready to just sort of take the brakes off. And, uh, and, uh, and, oh, look, the tortoise has overtaken me (laughs) because I haven't let perseverance finish the work in me because I've free wheeled and taken my foot off the accelerator. Maybe that's what tempts us. So you can see, we need to get right with God for some stuff, don't we? And this is not just me. (laughs) It's very much me, but not just me. So I've got some words of a confession. So if you are able, I would love it if we could say these words together. 
and just draw together all of those thoughts about what I've said, about how we have reacted and responded to our shared history and our individual history. And think about what, for us, the cracks in the ice might be beneath our feet. And we're going to come before God in confession. And we're going to say, sorry for the way we've reacted. And for our unforgiveness and for all that other stuff. And ask God to put it right. So we've got the words of the confession, Aidan. On one, I think it's the next slide. So it will still work if I stand at the back. I need to read it, don't I? So shall we say these words together? Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven and one another that we have sinned in thought, word and deed in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins, heal us by your spirit and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. Amen. So who feels right now like they've been raised to new life in Christ? <laughs> Sometimes it's a head decision, isn't it? <laughs> so true, though. So we're not going to believe those lies anymore, are we? Those lies that we're too old, we've done it before and failed, we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, pretty enough, rich enough, ministerial enough. Uh, you know, fill in the blanks. <laughs> We're not going to believe those lies anymore. We're going to bring our broken parts to God and surrender them. All these things we're going to fish out from under our bottoms and we're going to surrender them to God because nobody needs to be sitting on this stuff, do they? <laughs> we're going to surrender them to God and yes, we don't know what he's going to do with it, but we don't need to know what he's going to do with it, do we? It's our act to surrender, and it's his act to transform. So often, my personal testimony is, if I'm hearing God call me to do something, I'll be like, oh yeah, but I need this, 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 and that in place first. I need that to happen, and then if it does... At some point in the future, I'll be in a position to say yes to you. <laughs> How wrong is that? How arrogant. No, I've got this. Lucky me. I'm going to give this to God and just trust him to do something with it. So that's what we're going to do. Our act is surrender and his is to transform. So you should all have your little bit of uh, safety conscious torn up green paper slash, gra slash glass. So just spend a minute. We're going to, Aidan's going to put on some uh, music, a worship song. And when you are ready, if you are able to make that head decision to give it to God, he is gracious enough to make a heart transformation. That's as simple as it is. To bring that piece of paper to the cross. There is an actual cross on this table. And some dubious Pritt sticks. To, uh, <laughs> I asked mum to supply Pritt sticks. And I mean, look at that. <laughs> but when you are ready, bring it up. And leave it at the cross. Okay? If you are able to 
in the context of full acknowledgement of what has gone before. We're not hiding. We're not disguising. As present people living in the now, we are going to bring that and offer it to God. So if you're able to do that during that during this next song. back because I'm going to talk briefly about the refining process, about what's going to happen to this glass. And, uh, and then we're going to do a bit of prayer as a group. And I think the children need to be a part of that because they're part of our family, aren't they? Do you want to come on? Come on in. Ooh, look at that. We might have to put all that on hold because this looks too exciting. <laughs> wow. In fact, in fact, can we hear about it now? It's going to be really, really big. Who's going to? Who's going to? Is this, is this my working? Thank you, thank you. Right then, right then. Who's going to tell us all about what's going on out there? We were learning about the t-shirts so that we could show that Jesus is the light of the world. The pumpkins, uh, what we did to them is we, well, we... We we did the eyes and the nose, and then we reached inside and pulled out everything because it was like taking out the sin. <laughs> and then we put a candle in and pushed out the mouth to make a happy smile and like putting the Holy Spirit in. Hey. We learned about the jars so that people could spread one light and they could make a really big one so that the colour of Jesus could shine through. Hey! That's brilliant. That sounds a little bit like we've done, what we've been doing. I think we feel like our insides have been ripped out as well. <laughs> that is brilliant. In fact, can we leave those somewhere near the front so everybody can see them? That would be really good, wouldn't it? Should we make room on the table? Because yeah. yes. they are awesome. This is, mine is too awesome. It is too awesome. Also, he's called Potato. He's a, he's, he's a pumpkin called Potato. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, everybody turn around. Get a picture, that's it. Let me come out of the way. There's been enough of me. Super. Do you guys want to go and sit down a minute? Hmm? Go on then. I love the little jars with all the colours. Do you know what? I'm going to change what we're going to do slightly. I'm going to talk about the refining process in uh, the next session tomorrow because this, this kind of trumps what I was going to say. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's gorgeous. And I really genuinely believe that we can't minister to each other properly until the whole church family is present. And these guys are part of us. <laughs> and uh, 
when children pray and young people pray, I believe that very often they just get on with it in a way that us adults sometimes can't. We get tripped over fancy words, don't we? Whereas children just get straight to it. Uh, so we're going to pray, um, and I'd like to invite, I talked a bit earlier, kids, about how it's really good for us to pray for our leaders um, and the leaders' families. Now, I'm, as you know, married to Matt. Matt is a vicar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I'm more shocked than you. <laughs> well, speaking, I can speak with authority on this one. As somebody that lives in a clergy family, it is hard sometimes. And people are unfair. <laughs> sometimes they, they really think that you should be something that you're not. So, we're going to pray for the leaders, but that includes the whole family. So if we could have Peter and Debbie and the family up, if the, would that be all right? Are you all right to come to the front? Fabulous, thank you. And Rachel and Sam. And Ursula. And Matt. And my kids. Come on. I know you're in a different church. And Jeanette and Ryan. And Jake and Poppy. Yes, sorry. I don't know everybody's names yet. That's my fault entirely. The whole family. Now, it's a God incidence that we happened to bring anointing oil with us. Where is it, Matt? Have you put it in our room? That's there. Thank you. Because, uh, as I mentioned, we called in to see Adrian on our way past, on our way here, just to check he wasn't just going to watch the rugby. (laughs) But you'll be relieved to know he is actually ill, so that's okay. (laughs) Uh, And Matt took the anointing oil to, to, to anoint him for healing, which means that we have it with us. That's a God incidence, isn't it? Now, I think it's really important that we release these guys to be who God says they are and to embrace the ministry that they've got. And we need to take off the unfair expectations we've put on them all, because we do, because we're human. (laughs) That's natural. And we need to take off the chains that we've put on them that are making them feel held back by the history we talked about. Because we want today to be a fresh start, don't we? We want everybody here, whether they are a child of a leader, whether they're fortunate enough to be married to a leader, (laughs) whether they are on their own, whether they're in a large family, we need them to feel accepted in every way for who they are, not what their role is and what other people have done it in different ways before. (laughs) Okay? So, yes. Oh, come on up, come on up. (gasps) I don't want you to feel left out. I am going to open it up afterwards to other people as well, okay? So um, I'm going to pray for Matt first because he can then go and do everybody else. (laughs) So, uh, um, I mean, pray with me. We are one body and we are all called to pray for our leaders and for each other. There's nothing special about this oil, but it's about coming together and uh, this moment with Jesus. So, Matt. 
So have your hands out because they're empty. See the theme? <laughs> Lord, we anoint these hands for ministry. And Lord, we ask that you take off anything that hinders, any unfair expectations, any change from the past, anything that stops Matt being Matt. The man that you have called him to be. The shape of his ministry that you want. We release him into that in every way. We say sorry for where we've held him back. And we give him our blessing and we ask for your Holy Spirit to flood through him and move him forward. Amen. And I'm going to pray for my kids because I like to do that. Where are they? Where's Jacob? <laughs> Come here, Pocket. Come here. I'm going to make you smelly in a good way for once. <laughs> Amelia, come here. No. Do you want it or not? No. Okay, well, I won't. Do you want it? Yes. yes. Okay. Actually, now I do. Now you do. <laughs> Actually, now he does. Amelia, we anoint you to be who God says you are. We thank you for all your wonderful gifts that are given by him. And we release you into that, those gifts into whatever ministry you choose, and we ask that Jesus lead you every step of the way. Amen. Amen. Jacob. Give me your hands then, sweetheart. That's it. it's gonna, do you want to snip it? I know it's gross, isn't it? <laughs> Here we go. Jacob. We thank you for the gift of Jacob. Thank you that he is called by God, and he is special, and he is chosen. And he's really embarrassed. <laughs> we ask that your spirit fills him and guides him and that he knows you. And that he, know who, he knows who he is in you. Amen. Amen. Right, I'm going to hand this over to Matt and drop him in it and ask him to go around. Maybe, if it's all right, if Matt anoints one person and then kind of share it around a bit. Otherwise, we'll be here the whole time, won't we? But can you see how it's so important for us to free these guys into ministry. And 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 us. <laughs> um, can we do Peter? I've got a real heart for Peter and Debbie and family. Um, so we'll do as a group and then kind of be free to pray for each other. And after that, if anybody else wants to come forward and be anointed to be moved forward with God, then please do. We've got loads of time. So let's pray for Peter <laughs> and Debbie. Yeah. Heavenly <laughs> Father, I thank you for your calling on Peter. Mm. Thank you for bringing him to Christchurch. And I pray that you bless him, release him, empower him, and lead him so he leads the church. Mm. Lord, we ask that his ministry is easy. <laughs> Make the path straight. Lord, we ask for your blessing on his, him, his family, and the whole church. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can I pray for Debbie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lord Jesus, we thank you for Debbie. We thank you for who she is. Thank you that she is called by you. And that she has her own ministry and her own identity in you. And I pray that you would continue to guide and strengthen her. 
that she would feel empowered and seen by you. That she would feel released into her own ministry. That she would be held by you. And we pray for their whole family time, that you would guard it and defend it on all sides. That their home be a place of freedom and peace. That you would hold them together. Amen. Amen. So should we, can we leave you with that to pray for Miriam and, sorry, I don't know your name. Amy, thank you. And, uh, and then we'll kind of work along. It might be good to break up into small groups, if that's okay. I'm kind of making it up as I go along. If you would, <laughs> as you can tell, um, but that's, that's good for you, isn't it? If you would like to pray with somebody,